0: The other day I was going through, I had to review some posts that were coming through and I ran across this little story it looked like and I read it and it brought tears to my eyes. So I asked this poster if they would like to come on and share their story or could I read it for them? And they said that they just didn't have the energy and that they would be more than happy if I read it for them. So I am going to call this a letter from Lynn. I wanted to write a short summary of EDS, ehlers Download Syndrome, to help you understand some of the issues that I deal with. I'm sorry that I haven't taken the time to do this sooner, but think it important to share what I now know. This insight has taken me my whole life to try and figure out, and I still come across new things daily which I often don't share due to lack of energy, focus, and a general attitude of not burdening others for the things they can't help. Feel free to share this to family as you wish. EDS is sometimes also called zebra disease as it's rare and little is understood of it. There is no cure, only pain management. Most doctors have not even heard of it. It gets its name from the medical establishment. They say when you hear hoof beats, you think horses. That's often how they diagnose what 99% of the population is dealing with, which is all well and good, until you're the 1% and a zebra. There's really no test for it, although they are now doing some genetic testing that is expensive and still not always conclusive. So patients often go from doctor to doctor with vague symptoms and most wait for many years for a diagnosis. Oftentimes, the patient has to educate the doctor who searches on Google to see what Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome is. Many times, this is 10 to 20 years of frustration and misunderstanding with years in between of no answers or help. The patient doesn't fall into the normal category, and after many normal tests, it's often told it's in their head you need to lose weight, start an exercise program, and other helpful advice. I've heard it all after years of struggling and have reluctantly had to rely on myself and a lifetime or at least 40 years of piecing together this puzzle. Hopefully I can share in a meaningful way what my life has been like. What I now recognize as some of the symptoms of EDS I had all my life, but just thought it as normal, as it was normal for me. It's all I ever knew. Many are late to walk. Some are short of stature. I was 18 months old when I walked. I did not have the connective tissue that holds everything together working the right way. My muscles and bone structure had and still have to do much of the work to keep me erect. I was not lazy, I just couldn't. Most of my childhood was fairly normal, and I did the things children do, but maybe sometimes not as well. Is it normal to skid on the sides of your ankles because you don't have the strength to hold your body up? I just tried harder, but felt like a klutz and frustrated that practicing didn't make things better, but worse as I got tired. I was laughed at by a coach for my legs and feet, as he called flailing out when I ran, said it was the funniest thing he'd ever seen. Sports were not my thing, except gymnastics came pretty easy as I was so bendable. All my school photos show my hyperextended knees for being told to stand up straight. And when I tried, my knees went backwards and I was bow-legged. I could jump rope with my fingers still held together, not letting go as my shoulders and elbows were so flexible they bent in abnormal ways. I did not have pain when I was younger, so that was a blessing. These are just some of the things that come to mind. Later, I had many a sprained ankle. Or they just twisted when walking. I learned to just deal with it. And it had become normal. It wasn't until my thirties that I started having fatigue and some pain issues. For the most part, it did not affect my daily life, as I was still able to work and do the mom things that came with having a family. I had learned to pace myself. I did a load of laundry almost every day, so I could manage it and not have to do three or four loads on the weekend. I worked two or three days a week so I could get the other stuff done on the off days. I kept things organized as a mess caused me stress, and I lacked the energy to clean it up or look for things. We spent many a weekend camping in the motorhome so we could get out with the kids. Nature is healing to me. Crowds and noise bring me stress. I had learned how best to manage it, even though at the time I didn't know what I was managing. I then started having some harder times with fatigue and pain. Many doctors and tests later, diagnoses with chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia, these are basically catchphrases for symptoms they do not know the causes. No cure, no help. Tried antidepressants, weight loss programs, exercise, and many other suggested ideas. I struggled on and just learned to deal with it. I think it was EDS all along. Some of the things I've learned over the years that I have to pace myself. If I overextend or push too hard, I pay for it with days or weeks of increased pain and fatigue. This has been one of the harder lessons of listening to my body. Excuse me. I am always in pain. Usually it is at level two or three on my good days. I have learned to deal with the pain by mostly tuning it out. It is why I often spend way too much time on my iPad as it helps me tune it out somewhat. The only time I'm not aware of it is when I sleep. Eight to ten hours of no pain is wonderful. On the days I overdo, it does increase my pain where I sometimes can't sleep, which keeps me awake, and my next days I deal with increased fatigue and pain. Whatever muscle group I use pays the price, especially repetitious movements. If I vacuum or rake, my arm hurts so bad the next day, I can hardly lift a brush to comb my hair. Sometimes taking a shower is taxing. I have been in tears having my hair washed at the beauty salon. These things are not normal, but they are normal for me. If I go for too long of a walk, I pay for it with leg pain. Some days I do better than others. Stress makes my pain worse. I need lots of quiet and alone time. Crowds and noise tax my energy. For the most part, I choose not to go there. I need to eat as clean as possible. I am still learning what works and doesn't work. Often people with EDS have digestive issues as we have connective tissue throughout our body and organs and nerves. It can affect your entire body. I can easily sublux my joints as my ligaments and tendons are too stretchy and my joints easily move out of place. This can be caused by normal movements. Even doing yoga can cause subluxation and pain. Sometimes just holding a book makes my fingers hurt. My pain is better in the morning and worse after a normal day. It takes a lot of work for me just to stay upright. It's easier to walk a flat surface. Lifting my feet and legs over things is very hard, and I often stumble and lose my balance. It takes a lot of concentration for me just to walk. I actually have to concentrate on what my feet are doing so I don't trip. I get tired from just trying to walk sometimes. I've had issues with pain of level 7 to 8 for no reason that affects a certain body part. One time it was at my It was my knee. When I was in Hawaii, I couldn't walk on it for two days. Then it went away as fast as it came. I think it was gout-related for eating cashews on the plane. Cherry juice helped it at that time. My body does not detox easily. I am always trying to figure out what I can eat. I have tried every diet imaginable, low-fat, keto, lectin-free, low-oxalate, and so many others. These last few weeks, I'm wondering if my 7-8 to level arm and shoulder pain is nightshade-induced. I'm not sure. Just another thing I have to try and figure out. I generally do best eating meat and veggies, but now that won't include potatoes, tomatoes, and peppers to see if that helps. It's always something, and it seems like just when I get one thing, I think, figure it out, something else pops up. It's exhausting and never-ending. Some days I'm just trying to survive. I have learned to set pretty firm boundaries through this. I will not feel guilty for what I can and can't do. I will protect my energy and not be put in situations that is draining for me. I will be pacing myself. And sometimes that means limiting what I choose to do, where I choose to go, or who I choose to be around. This is not personable, but absolutely necessary depending on how I'm feeling. Believe me, I'm doing my best. I know how blessed I am. I am married to a wonderful supportive man who often has to take on more than his share due to my struggles. I am grateful my parents are able to be so active still and do things that I can't do. I am glad my siblings do not have to deal with this. I'm grateful that I have two wonderful daughters and son-in-laws who are helpful and supportive. They accept the things I can do with gratitude and help when I can't. I am grateful to live among nature that shows me resilience and has healing properties. I am grateful for this teaching me how to be empathetic to others who are in a situation I don't necessarily understand. I am grateful for the sensitivity this brings as I can walk in a room and immediately read the energy. I often park myself in a corner as it can be overwhelming to be in the middle of everything. I am so grateful for the things I'm still able to do that others can't. I try hard to focus on the positive. Some days I'm more successful than others. I realize how introspective I am as I'm always assessing. I know my value is not measured in what I can and cannot do and that just being is okay and valuable. I have learned to rely on my introspective side and not my physical body that often fails to work in the way I'd like it to. These are all good things. I'm not bitter, nor do I want sympathy, but sometimes I get grouchy from the non-relenting pain and fatigue. I always try to do my best, but that standard usually falls short as I look normal, and people don't realize how disabled I sometimes feel. Yes, I have been blessed in many ways, and I try to look at my daily struggles as a blessing, and some days it is easier than others, for sure, but I will keep trying. Know that I appreciate any support you have given me when not understanding the why. Thank you so much. Hopefully, this explanation helps you connect to what I have to deal with. It makes sense As to why I am the way I am. I'm still trying to figure things out too. Love you all. Lynn. And this is from Lynn. I wrote this recently to my family. I'm 71. But many still do not understand what we go through. Maybe this will resonate with some of you. And it definitely did me. And... Lynn Geis told me I could read that for her, and I'm very grateful that she took the time. At 53, I still have a lot to learn. I thank you all for being here. Lynn Geis, thank you for that beautiful piece, and thank you for allowing it to be on AWOL Zebra. Christy Lynn Hanchy, AWOL Zebra, have a lovely day.